For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the GritFlix.com podcast. Podcast. Welcome to another BritFlix.com podcast. My name's Stuart Wright, and today I've got with me writer Jack Thorne to talk about Warbook. Hello, Jack. Hello. Hello. Do you want to give us a, a brief synopsis of what Warbook is? Yeah, it's um, it, so it's a, it's a, it's a movie. It's a m- movie. I don't think movie's the right term for it, actually. It's a film, um, all set within um, uh, one room. And is about um, uh, civil servants um, uh, devising what government policy could be in the event of um, uh, a nuclear war. Um, so it's them sort of playing um, a role play um, of of their um, of their uh, um, you know the the, the 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 people that they work for um, and um, uh, deciding what what policy could be appropriate at which time. Yeah, and I think in, in the intro it sort of says that. This is something that's been done for years, and I got the impression yeah. it, was, it was being resurrected or something. Was that the, the kind of premise for the story? Yeah. Were... Exactly. You know, like you know, and actually, we found out since uh, we met um, at the we, we did it in, in Rotterdam, the, the, the festival in Rotterdam, and we yeah. met the Dutch ambassador in Rotterdam, who'd um, previously worked for the Foreign Office um, uh, um, uh, in quite a senior position, and um, was uh, sort of. Uh, one of the key players in the Arab Spring, um, and he said, "Yeah, we do it all the time. Um, uh, this sort of role play in order to sort of see what what you know. It's it's order to think outside the box, if you like, of of um, of what advice they can give to their ministers. So, um, uh, which is fascinating and and quite scary. Um, well, I mean, I've I've worked in government before, not not in the serious end of nuclear war, but in in social housing and stuff, and certainly." Right. It certainly is. It is a way of challenging the status quo because how else can you do it without sort of taking hypothetical things forward? Um, yeah, and challenge people's ideals because I mean that's kind of one of the great strengths of the film, and we'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's let's just just rewind the clock a second. Now, given I did well before we started the podcast, I did say that I, th- I thought I'd seen you speak at an event uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. which was right. Yeah, and I seem to remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that essentially you you you're, you were spotted as a writer from a play, I think, wasn't it, that you have put on? Is that right? Was it some yes, I did. folks from Channel Four or yeah. something? No, yeah, no. It was, um, it was uh, Jamie Britton and uh, Brian Elsley who were the creators of Skins. Ah, um, right, the, it's the Skins see... people themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came to see a play I was doing at the Bush Theatre in West London, um, and um, uh, it was a sort of I, I saw quite harrowing uh, story about a girl recovering from. Uh, she was she was um, psychologically paralysed from the waist down um, uh, after having been raped, and I thought it was quite uh, this sort of harrowing uh, account of that and how 
her and her boyfriend cope with that. And um, and yeah, they they thought I had a future in comedy drama and hired me for Skins. So um, uh, I, I was uh, very grateful for it. And um, yeah, and then I did Shameless uh, as a result of that. And then a number of other things sort of happened as a result. It was you know like you know uh, you know um uh, yeah I feel like I got very lucky. And this, I mean, did did. Did you proceed when you were writing the play? Are you are you formally trained in terms of writing, or is some writing just something that's been a passion of yours forever and a day? Uh, not formally trained. No, um, I I did a lot of. I've been taught by a lot of people and feel yeah. like I've learned from a lot of people. But yeah, no, I um, uh, and I've done a lot of courses, but yeah. um, and never formally trained. No, I did I did a degree in politics at university. Um, uh, which was actually, this was one of the first times that that, that degree has been at all useful for anything I've done. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I just, I just fell in love with writing plays and just kept trying to do them, you know? And what was the, what was, what would you say is the difference between a play and and TV and, and film for that matter? Do you think there is much or? Well, it's interesting because a lot of people talk, a lot of people talk about it in relation to Warbook in terms of, you know, it's one room, um, and why is it not a play? Um, and I, I think the major difference is that you, that you can't get close to people's faces in, in theatre. Mm. So, um, you can feel it, you can feel the emotion in the room and you can feel a lot of things, but you can't actually play on their faces. And so, um, in a film like Warbook, which is so, um, uh, much about, you know what's going on subtextually if you like um uh, you sort of need to be up close to them um in a way that you couldn't be in a theater you know Mm. no no totally i mean that was i mean they i mean i remember rich hall doing a thing recently where he said you know hollywood's all about the close-up you know yeah 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 and hollywood uses close-ups in certain ways and we probably do it in a slightly different way and do you know what i mean that you know it's just it's just it is just an opportunity to do you know what I mean? Like, you know, feel what an actor's feeling. I mean, you know, um, uh, the main difference between TV and film used to be that, you know, a film like The Wides and TV like The Close-Ups, and now that's much less, um, you know, uh, uh, demarcated, if you like. Research for this has to be pretty precise, I'd have thought, as well as, because obviously yeah. you're, set, you're setting up drama, you're situating something yeah. within the real world as such, because obviously you're playing with themes... That, that, that we can all relate to. It's not like you're saying the intergalactic council is sitting down to talk about which star to protect. This is, this is, no. this. And, and I must admit, it struck me when I first, when I was first watching it, I was like, I, I didn't, I wasn't conscious at first of like the fact we were 20 minutes in the same room. Research for this, um, and you said you did a politics degree, so uh, that's interesting to yeah. in itself because this is obviously very political. Um, where, how do you marry up the kind of research into the real world and also extending it to, to be a dramatic piece? Yeah, um, uh, I, I spent, a, I did a lot of research. I spent a lot of time at the National Archive, um, which is this incredible place that, um, I don't think enough people know about. Um, and, um, uh, they have minutes of all the, um, original meetings. Um, uh, so I spent ages just reading mi- minutes after minutes of, um, of these discussions that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, and, 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 um, as always with these things, you've got to digest as much research as possible and then, and then try and write dramatically, um, on the basis of that research. And, um, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was tough. It was tricky in places, but, um, 
um, uh, the, the research was so extraordinary and the things that they were discussing was so extraordinary that it sort of, you know, like, you know, it, it, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting to find. Um, where I was like, yeah, using that, using that, using that. So, um, it, yeah, 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 it was, it was one of those where the research was really beneficial in kind of a wonderful way, you know. Well, I imagine what it sort of set you up to believe that people would take it deadly seriously and not, and not yeah, obviously. But also, but also the questions, the questions they were asking, the things that they were interested in were, were also quite interesting. You know, like, you know, stuff like where, when are we protecting the arts, art, you know, the national art, art, um, art collections, you know, like, you know, and you just kind of go, Oh wow, that's one of the things that they would uh, totally um, uh, discuss and get intrigued by, and um, and so yeah, there was a lot of stuff like that where I was just kind of shocked by the things that they were discussing, um, and that really helped me. And then, I mean, the, the complicated thing was obviously that um, what they were discussing w w was not our reality for now, and so it was a case of trying to work out how they would discuss. Um, uh, you know, getting into things like mini-sieverts. Mini-sieverts didn't exist as a unit when, when, when they were originally doing the, uh, the discussion. So I had to then understand what a mini-sievert was and, uh, um, and then work out how they would talk about that and, and all that other kind of stuff. You know, so, um, yeah, yeah, it was a challenge, but really, really amazing challenge, you know. I mean, it was, fasc it was fascinating that, 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 I mean, it's interesting you mentioned the, the art archive and stuff, but the, the whole notion of the micro and the macro in the discussion yeah. and the way that they all flip between it depending on their bias whether that be political their class or in fact their role yeah. i suppose how, yeah, yeah 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 how did you i mean with with you with the 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 over because i mean i'm trying to think now is is it is it philippa's story or is it or is it Gar i mean it's a, it's an ensemble piece isn't it i suppose yeah because obviously you've got yeah. to be in the room most of the time but you kind of the focus seemed to be on on Gary because obviously he's a gobshite, and then on Philippa because she's in charge as a kind of bias, you know. He's um, yeah, the, 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 in terms of who the central character was and all that discussion, uh, all that question, it was I, I yeah, the, 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 it is weird that yeah, who you think the story is about and for, you know, there's there's a there's a few key players in there, all of whom can claim that it is their story. Um, and then, um, you know, and then Anthony Cher, you know what I mean? Like, you know, gets 10 minutes at the end where suddenly he, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, uh, um, uh, um, we tried to be as democratic as possible. Um, and, and then in the edit, you know, like, you know, it became even more democratic when, when everyone's different voices, you know, we, I mean, so lucky to have those actors, so incredibly lucky to have those actors. And, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and each one of them, in, Invested so much into the character that you know, like you know, each bit got better and better and better. Um, so yeah, the, uh, I, I suppose originally I thought of it as sort of Tom's story, and then okay. in writing, kind of went went. I don't, I don't want this to be Tom's story, and um, I don't want this film to feel like it's Tom's story because I think that that would be a mistake for the way that the um, the way that the piece is perceived. You know, like you know, I, I, di I didn't want it to be a sort of like. Uh, very straightforward sort of anti-nuclear and you know quite left-wing um, uh, piece and then Philippa I sort of love because I think she's just got so much dignity and brilliance about her and then um, and then Gary's just incredibly fun to write and so you know you you, you know you you I kept writing lines for Gary uh, just because he was just so uh, you know he's just one of those characters that when you know what I mean like you know you just keep trying to think of more things for him to say because he's just a lot of fun.
I mean, he was frightening, frighteningly like a good-looking um, Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's wicked. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and, and Ben Chaplin, he's just an amazing actor, Ben Chaplin, and uh, he just, you know, like, you know, from the very first moment uh, when I was sat in rehearsals and he was just, when he first, and I was just like, that's incredible. You're, a, you're, an, you're an amazing man. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, th- I think that the whole, the whole, you know, n- don't want to spoil too much for people who have not seen it yet, but the whole, the whole moment where he kind of is astounded that people listen to him just, just reminds yeah, me yeah. of so much of what hot air we see in the in the public eye, and yet they're, they're, yeah, they, yeah. yet they are people in charge and with power who are going to sit at meetings like this, and yet I thought he captured that really well. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you. And obviously, the, I mean, you, you said it, I mean, you set it up, it started off as if it might be Tom's story, and I think it did, it sort of deviated away from it, and I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant the way it did that. And this is maybe take maybe even a bit too much of a comparison, but if you think of, you know, we've all, most of us will have seen 12 Angry Men, so you're kind of, you're yeah. built, you're built to see this, you know, you're conditioned already to see this film about, right, we're going to get, the opposite consensus to where we started, and that'll be, you know, and it just wasn't. It, it was really was that kind of. It fl- it fluctuated from all the reasonable arguments, which which if you're going to be discussing hypothetically if a nuclear war happens, that is what would happen. There was there isn't a right or wrong answer, is there, to blowing up the world? No, no, no. absolutely, and and it's really complicated, and um, you know, I hope that people don't um, go to watch it thinking that it's necessarily. Um, uh, you know, an anti-nuclear film or a pro-nuclear film. I think it's trying to explore what our responsibility is as people that own nuclear weapons and hopefully asking the question what the point is of us owning nuclear weapons. You know, we're about to spend billions again on them um, uh, with nuclear renewal and um, you do kind of question why we're doing that when we don't own enough nuclear weapons to be a player in the in the world um and um and uh you know and 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 um, 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 what we say what we seek to gain from owning them if it's just if it's just that we we want to you know like you know if it's just that we just want to be at the table then that's a bit pathetic i think and um uh, <laughs> and um yeah so it's 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 sort of trying to ask those questions rather than necessarily the ones of just kind of like you know what would you do would you press the button would you not press the button you know like you know it's it's trying to be sort of more complicated than that you know true true and also i think i think one of the great subtexts of 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 the film is is the self-importance of government because there's there's a bit of there's a bit of looking after themselves in in the way the discussion goes, you know, implicitly and explicitly, from depending on who it is. Yeah. I've got great, great, great admiration for people that devote their lives to public service, you know. And um, uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a uh, key scene where Philippa talks about John Wyden, who's one of my heroes, who was uh, American ambassador to London in the yeah. Second World War, mm. and the way he devoted himself to it all, and why he devoted himself to it all. And um, so, so it is that sort of thing of, you know, yeah, people that like the sound of their own mouths, like the sound of what power means. But also, more than that, um, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, some of them really believe um, in, in what they're doing. In, in fact, a lot of them really believe in what they're doing. Even Gary sort of believes in what he's doing. You know, Philippa makes the point, you know, Gary could be earning a lot more money and feeling a lot more powerful doing another job, but he wants to do this job, you know. And um, and so, yeah, 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 it's sort of, it's sort of, of yeah, questioning you know that, that that sort of the person that wants to be close to power and, and enjoys the feeling of being close to power, but also it's sort of a, a love note to them too, you know. If you don't already subscribe to Britflix, 
Just sign up for free at iTunes and you'll get the next episode right after we launch it. Or follow at Britflix on Twitter for links to the podcast to stream from the website directly. Thank you. Let's talk about your um, your writing habit, if we could, please. Uh, you, yes. you, you gave us a good a good insight into into your into your way you write your scripts with your uh, visits to the National Archive and how that informed war war book. Uh, but um, what's your um, what's your writing habit? Are you are you are you an early riser, late starter? You know, hours on end. Uh, hours on end, I'm afraid. I'm, I fit into that one of uh, sort of like just sitting there and hoping, uh, um, uh, typing uh, uh, rather than writing quite a lot of the time. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that I'm a sort of like um, uh, work long hours and um, and and hope at the end of the day that there's something uh, 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 that um, that has some benefit within it that uh, I can I can make something work out of. Well, what what do you do in terms of sort of preparation? I mean, in addition to the research, are you outlining, index carding, or are you just straight onto the page? I try and be straight onto the page, yeah. Okay. And uh, and um, uh, try to try to you know like you know sometimes outlining is necessary, and and um, and sometimes I've got no choice and I've got to outline. Um, uh, but um, often when, what, when, it's, when, um, is the, when is there no choice? What, 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 where does that? Come uh, when from? The, when when uh, I've been doing some films in America and um, uh, they don't give you a choice. You know, oh, okay. like you know, you, you you outline. You know, like you know, you're expected to outline, and uh, um, and and that's okay. You know, uh, um, uh, um, but um, yeah, the 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 I, I I like to know where I'm going. Um, uh, most of the time, but I, I don't, um, always, you know, I like to be surprised. I like to, I love writing. I love the experience of writing and I like to, um, enjoy it. And I feel like if I know where I'm going all the time, it's not so enjoyable, you know? Um, no, totally, totally. Uh, there is, there is, there is some, there, it's easy to forget sometimes the joy of, uh, of a character going, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly that. And, uh, it's uh, Roald Harwood, who's one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. He 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 always says, you know, like you know, it's it's um it's it's uh, 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 too fun to have, you know to to have everything decided all, all uh, before you even start. You know mm. that that's just not fun. You know. No, no, that would be like doing a spreadsheet, wouldn't it? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, in in script in scripting terms, then what was the hardest challenge to resolve in storytelling for uh, for Warbook? Oh, the, the 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 sheer length of scenes um, and trying to make them as dynamic and dramatic as possible. Um, that you know um, that was one thing I knew in advance that it would probably be three meetings because mm. that seemed about right. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 but um, yeah, just 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 creating enough dynamic in the room that it didn't get um, boring and self-involved. Um, uh, though it might, might, you know, uh, depending on how people, what people make of it, I don't want to, you know, but, um, uh, but, but yeah, just trying to, trying to, uh, um, get, get it, get it interesting, you know, like, you know, just, um, uh, was, was the really tricky bit, which sounds really obvious, but, you know, like, you know, it just, it's hard when it's, it's the hardest, the hardest, uh, uh, task I've set myself as a writer. Is um, uh, was 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 trying to create, get those scenes dynamic enough. 
Yeah, because you, you you haven't really got a lot to fall back on in terms of no. sort of visual visual um, clues, have you? And stuff you can't really develop it like like a film normally would with that with that emphasis on the three big meetings. Exactly. You know that, that normally you know I I like a bit of visual fun and um, uh, and um, uh, you know yeah it, it's impossible to do it. You know, like you know, uh, um, uh, you know, in a fun way. So, in like you know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no sort of like you know, yeah. One, of, one of the things that, that I've, I mean, talking of the sort of scenes, one scene that really stuck with me, and I'd just be interested to know from a writing point of view how it looked on the page. There's a key moment where there's been the big bust up, and then there's just you just it just holds with silence. I won't give anyone yeah. any clues as to when and where, but. I'd just be interested to know what does that look like on the face because obviously we get a lot of reflection because obviously we're trying to capture that moment. But how did that look on the page? Yeah, it, uh, um, uh, I, I think I said something like, "and we hold on them for as long as we possibly can." The other thing, the other moment is when uh, they um, they have uh, literally um, a silence, you know, a, a dictated to silence. You know, uh, and um, and uh, you know, and Philip is like, you know, we're going to be quiet now, and um, uh, and I was um, interested to know what Tom would do with that, uh, um, and I really like the fact that basically all that happens in that in that moment is um, Anthony Cher, uh, uh walks up to a window, you know, like you know, that, that's the most, uh, um, uh, and um, uh, you know, he's brilliant like that, Tom, I think for. Uh, he's very brave, but also he, um, you know, he just, he just, he just goes for it, you know. But that, that was, I mean, that, yeah, that, that was almost like quite literal about the time passing, because I think that was done to a stop, yeah. wasn't it? It was like the assistant in the exactly. room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And literally, you know, he, he just, yeah, he just oh, yeah. reeled it off. Now, there's, there's, there's the, um, I don't know, I, I'm sort of reticent to ask about the. Um, the, the stuff that Gary's talking about, which isn't what's in the room. I don't want to spoil yeah. it for people, that, for people that haven't seen it. Um, yeah. And I was fascinated about where you left that, as it were. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. We, the, 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 one of the things that we got when we were, when we were first um, uh, taking it around to people and trying to make it, trying to make it happen hmm. was uh, a lot of what people said was, why is it civil servants? Why can't it be a real room? Why can't you use all these elements and have a real room and have nuclear war and make it feel like it's happening, it's present, it's now? Mm. And uh, my argument was always, um, I don't, I, I am l much less interested in that. What, what interests me about this is that it's, um, that the, there is an element of role play. There is an element where they can stand back from the characters, uh, that they're representing. Um, uh, but, because of the nature of what they're discussing, they are drawn into it further and further and deeper and deeper until it becomes something that they all care deeply about. So it's about, it's sort of about, there's a sort of collective um, uh, suspension of disbelief towards the end when mm. it, it almost is as if, as if they're in the real situation. Um, and uh, that was, that was important to me. Um, uh, but yeah, that, 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 that um, that, uh, sorry, I've forgotten the question that led us here. Now uh, <laughs> it was about um, uh, um, how we. Sorry, do you do you remember what 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 took us to this? 
I think, we were, I think we were just get. I think was, I was. I was talking about the the the, the real time, and then it was the um, the notion of the 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 hang the, the over the story that's hanging over Gary. I don't want to reveal what it is. Yes, and Actually, how that how that plays and, a role yeah, in exactly. what goes on and, in the room. Yeah, and and so we, we the, the, that that collective suspension of disbelief was hugely important to me. But then we did think that it needed an element of. Um, uh, this is a real world thing that could happen at any time. So, so that that sort of slid in, and that was through the drafts. Actually, that sort of that that sort of came into place. Um, it started without that, and then and then that came in slowly. Um, and and we wanted to create hints as to as to the possibilities in, in the world out there. And, and Gary is a brilliant character for um, uh, creating hints to the possibilities because the man is fundamentally indiscreet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'm po- quite possibly a sociopath. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. But like you said earlier, you 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 had a lot of fun writing for him. In fact, he was quite oh, was quite the so compulsion. Much. Yeah. Um. So I was I was looking at this. Now, one thing we, we omitted when we started the thing was that there's um there's a number of screenings going on. Um, yes. For this, I mean, this all started with me. I. I I'm based in East London, in, in Leighton, near Walthamstow. So I found out that right. it was the film's playing near me at the Empire. Um, Wicked. But one of the um, one of the sessions, which is taking place in central London on the um, 9th of August, has got yeah. a panel of experts in psychology, yeah. psychological theory, and practical politics. Are you going to be Are you going to be sat amongst these people? I hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll definitely be there. I don't know whether I'll be um, uh, invited to be part of the conversation. I, I hope so. But um, uh, um, I, I'm really fascinated by that. Really looking forward to that. And did, did any of that feature in, in, in your own research that that the, the sort of, you know the um, the psychology of meetings and the and the and group think and all that kind of stuff? Because obviously that plays a an important. No, role. I'm I did, part, part of my degree was in psychology, so oh, okay. um, it, it's. It, um, it did. Um, uh, I did social and political sciences, which was the full name of my course. Okay. Um, uh, but um, uh, yeah, that, that, um, uh, uh, that and that whole thing has always fascinated me. And also, I have been in a lot of meetings. I used to. I'm a keen Labour Party member, so um, uh, um, I've been in a lot of. Uh, I was secretary of my branch. I was treasurer. My branch. I've done a lot of that stuff, and so um, uh, meetings is always something I've spent a lot. It's spent a lot of time in those sorts of rooms, and so um, uh, not at rooms that are discussing anything you know hugely crucial, but mm. more you know what our position on such and such will be, or or how can we pay for a basketball hoop in the local uh, playground, and do you know what I mean? You know, like you know, lots of but 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 that sort of you know, the, 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 there's always there's always an intrigue into how people behave and the choices they make. Um, and actually sitting on some juries uh, uh, for, for BAFTA, it's always amazing. There's always one person who can sway the room. Uh, and um, and so, you know, it's it's sort of personal experience rather than any sort of like uh, talking to some uh, an expert in, you know, um, uh, in, in theory about it or But I'm really intrigued to what the experts will say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it, it's, it is... I mean, like you say, one, with with the overarching story that hangs over Gary, with the, that run, sort of run, once it's revealed, it's sort of it's kind of running with the with the events of the scenario planning. Is that you 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 can believe easily enough with Warbuck that, that and the way that the pe- the people respond to what they're being asked to do 
that, that, that what they're dealing with is real. And obviously it's, uh, yeah. the, you know, it's not giving too much away to say, you know, that the opening of the scenario planning is, you know, there's been a nuclear bomb fired at India. Is that right? I'm telling you, it was right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah it, it's, a, it's a bomb fired from Pakistan into India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's said to be terrorists and blah, blah, blah. And then it, that story develops yeah. with the different briefings they get. But that's where they start. And they immediately, it's, it's, I mean, it's fascinating in light of where we are today, in fact, I think, with, you know, with the, the 300 people on a boat trying to get to Italy from Africa. And, and when you hear yeah, politicians yeah. talk about the stuff, it's like they can talk about people in the abstract. And I think, I think in war, but you capture that really well, that they, every now and again, Good. people talk about, you know, oh, well, you know, the, the, there'll be a run on food. Like, that's an abstract thing. And then somebody goes, but they are people. I think it's something yeah, like yeah. that, and it's kind of like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, people need to eat, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing it because they're scared, you know, like you know, yeah, and um, yeah, they get, they get, um, yeah, absolutely. Where, where do you think the director surprised you most in uh, how he chose to sort of portray a scene, and how did that differ from your your imagined version of it? Well, one thing, and it's something that um, uh, I think. You people don't notice, um, but it's really, I think, brilliant is in how Tom uses the camera in each scene, mm. and he's got rules for what the camera can do in each meeting. So, um, the camera barely moves in um, the first meeting, and then it starts moving quite a lot in the second meeting, and then in the third meeting, there's more sort of wides and, and, and things like that. He, he's, he's created a real sort of set of very rigid rules for himself, um, which he then sticks to. And there's a really nice rhythm that uh, he and Mark, the editor, um, uh, found for those scenes as a result of that, um, that I think really helps the show, you know. I think that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's dying on genius, really, because obviously you could, you could have easily, without sort of putting a constraint around it, just ended up doing the same thing for 90 minutes. Exactly. 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 And and he really doesn't, you know, like, you know, he's no, done. No, he's no, done, not Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, done, think, he's, he's done some really interesting things with it. He's, uh, yeah, he's a brilliant director, I think, Tom. I mean, yeah. and like I said to you when, when we started, it was, for me, it was, because I, I just, you know, I, 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 had no, I had no press release about the film. I just had the, the, the link and the, and, the, and the password. So I went, I went straight into it and I was watching it and it was, I was thinking, we haven't left the room yet. And I checked what, how long, yeah. because, because I was watching it on the screen, I could check how long, I'm like, we're 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, but yeah. I'd, I'd gone 20 minutes without thinking, I mean, you know, it, it took to 20 minutes. And I don't mean that, that that was like, it was just like it dawned on me because I was obviously thinking about it with a kind of preparing for this interview. And I was yeah. like, right, okay. And, and, it, and then there's those, I mean, there's those wonderful, wonderful moments where you're outside the, the building and the frame is just this slate grey. And he keeps, yeah. and I noticed yeah. he repeated that shot with people in the room as well, where he put the people dead centre and it'd be like the wood panel. And because you're using the letterbox um, thing, if you call it now, that's technical as a bloody... Uh yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't know what you're. I don't know. You know, know you, 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 you got the two black. I, I, you got the two. I, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't be able. To, I wouldn't be able to tell you what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. a cinemascope thing, and it's like, and it just looks beautiful the way it's. Uh, in fact, it reminded me. I mean, it's weird because there's 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 an actor in there from it is um, in in some of the ways that Utopia was shot, the TV show. You know, that yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the geometry of yeah. the room, the geometry of the rooms and everything really helps with the with the geometry of the shot. Yeah, uh, I mean uh, Zach, who was um, our um, DOP, Zach Nicholson, um, uh, is is brilliant. I think he's now doing all sorts now. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, he's, he's, I think he's become uh, a very, very, very hard to uh, uh, contact. Um, uh, but he, um, uh, um, he, uh, he's, um, he, he, he really uh, did something very cool with, with, with the way that the camera works. And then I think Tom's rules uh, combined with that really created something, uh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. And how, did, what, what was the, you talked about the, the evolution of the story from, I guess, the straightforward modern day scenario planning to sort of bringing in this other, other element to the story to help sort of, I don't know, help the bread rise for one of a bad metaphor. Um, yeah. How did, how was, who did that That's come from? <laughs> Thank you. Who did that come from? Um, that notion that maybe it needed something else. Uh, I think that was, I think that was, um, oh, I'm never sure where a note comes from. It was, it, you know, it came out of a big, long discussion about it. Um, Ivana, um, uh, has worked with me and Tom for years too. You know, okay. we did our first film together. All three of us did our first film together. Okay, um, okay. And so we, we do have quite frank. She's the she's one of the execs. Uh, yeah. So we do have fr quite frank uh, conversations. And I think it was yeah, Ivana, Tom, uh, Lauren, and I in a room, uh, probably shouting at each other. Um, uh, that that probably where it probably arose from. Uh, and uh, you know, yeah, and um, uh, um. Uh, you know, uh, grew from there. You know, cool, cool. Now, what, what's your um, without without giving too much away? Um, is there a is there a favourite moment for you? You know, where 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 what you envisaged? It's sort of it's 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 absolutely paid off. You know, because you're dealing you're dealing with a lot. Well, how, how many people there is? Is it, is it eight, ten people in the room? Nine. I nine. Think. Well, I would have to check. I would have to check, but I think there's nine people. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, I love um, uh, uh, Gary's Gary's monologue, uh, where um, uh, addressed to um, uh, um, uh, an ass, literally an ass. Um, I like. Um, uh, I love. I mean, I have been a fan of Anthony Cher for uh, about uh, you know. 25 years and so um having him say my words was one of the great experiences of my life um and i wow. think um the way he the way he captured david is is really special and I love his speech um uh, at the end and the way he handles it so delicately um and then i love philippa and tom's conversation too uh um you know and and um and actually that the there's um uh Sophia Canedo um became very very interested in John Wynan and um because uh, she does a lot of research Sophie um okay. and and she came to me and said that, that she at one point um uh um reads out the description that uh, the, the inscription on his gravestone and um uh which was this long quote from him hmm. and uh and she said, I want to, I want to read that out. I want that to be part of the, I want that to be part of the drama. Um, and, oh, so, that, um, so that was brought, so that was so, brought to the script from her? 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. I had quite a lot about John Wynan in there, but okay. I didn't have that, 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 that long quote. And it's a beautiful quote, and I love that too. So, yeah, yeah, those sort of... Those sort of three key character moments, I, I love them all. But um, there's 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 loads of little bits I love. Uh, you know, like you know, um, uh, there's a, a bit later on when um, they're they're having a lot of uh, they're 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 having a massive uh, of quite serious argument about you know what they're going to do and um, and uh, uh, and and um, uh, one of the characters. Uh, uh, um, uh, played by Nicholas Burns, who's, who's the actual politician in the room, mm. um, uh, starts talking about the the meal the meal deal offer at, at Sainsbury's instead, and yeah, um, yeah. you know, like you know, and all that kind of stuff. I really, you know, like you know, there's there's uh, I just I I feel so lucky to have worked with those actors, and they really not one of them, you know, every single one of them uh, uh, brought something that I wasn't expecting, and um, there's a real joy when it's just about words uh to see them working with words you know because often on a film set you've got you know that the, they've got so such and such to say um but they're you know worrying about how they're going to get into a door or put on the kettle or do you know what i mean that you know and sometimes the words get lost because they're so uh worrying worrying about the other things do you know what i mean like you know okay, and yeah. uh and it was it's very cool that do you know what i mean like no it's just about great actors um saying my words it felt really special to me i oh, feel no. very lucky no and i think i think with, with you going going through it like that it reminded it reminded me of that of that balance between the um between uh, nicholas burns's character being the actual only mp in the room who just sort of coming for yeah. a job almost like coming for a jolly and yeah, the, yeah, relation, the, relationship between, the relationship between him and um and the uh, and gary's character who is the one who's obviously got the prime minister's ear and probably more so than, yeah, yeah. than the ministers have and and Nick and Nicholas Burns guys are being sort of coming in in that kind of blissfully unaware but totally understanding that he's he's imposing something that civil service don't like. Again, like I say, I've been I've been worked in government. The minute a minister comes in, everyone sort of runs away. Yeah, <laughs> because, absolutely. Because no they, wants to be there. Yeah, because they are they are a different breed from civil servants. And obviously, the one people that survive every change of government is a civil servant <laughs> because yeah. they, they don't change when the when the colours on the on the door change. So yeah, no, and, and I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe how rational the outcome was. Like, I couldn't disagree with what went on. <laughs> I really? Could, I couldn't know because of the because of the arguments put forward. It went right. I mean, I, Good. I, 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 I but but I, That's but, interesting. I, but I also vehemently stand with Tom at the same time. It's sort of I didn't, I didn't. It was it was it was so. <laughs> and like you said earlier on, it's kind of why haven't. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that 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 the psychology of that frightens the living daylights out of me, and that's what made it feel kind of yeah. scarily real. The idea once you ask your question, once you ask yourself the question, why haven't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then yeah. why then yeah. why not becomes the obvious way forward, and then I'm like, wow, that yeah. made made no, me no, think no. different. Made me think differently. We we've had some amazing Q and A's on this film, not because um, Tom and I are. Uh, particularly interesting but because um uh the audience is always it, it never it's never your standard sort of like uh you know most q and a's film q and a's or tv q and a's 
um i do anyway you know it's about it's about all sorts of um you know like you know what it was what it was like working with such and such what it was like working with such and such how did mm. that happen la 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 and on this you know we never talk about process we never talk about um you know the the, the sort of lighting or camera or and we never talk about the actors it's always a debate about the issues always and we've done about six or seven Q&As now and it's always about what people feel feel having watched the film, which is just so. I love it. You know, it's so gratifying and cool. No, no, and, and I think I think the highest praise I could get I could give you for the film is that I think you could watch this with a liberal standpoint and feel yeah. vindicated, and I think you could watch it with yeah. an absolute neoliberal face on it and also feel vindicated because I don't think you're critical of one more than the other. Or no, no, I, I have not. No, no, certainly, I mean, that was certainly not my experience. It was, it's going to sound like a crass example, but I had a shock in my life. I went to a, a Robin Hardy Q&A recently. You know, he's 85 yeah. now, and he's still doing it with the Wicker Man, like. And um, yeah, yeah. He, he said that Wicker Man went down a storm in the southern states of America. And now I'd always thought of this film <laughs> as being, being anti-religious. But actually, they, yeah. they, they view the film as the ultimate martyr, because he doesn't, Wow. He doesn't lose his faith, and I'm like, wow. So you know, it's you know, you just it's just that idea of being able to look at things different ways, and obviously once you get past your kind of yeah. cognitive dissonance, you can you can do that. Um, now look, I'm rambling on now from, uh, and that's you made me do that with your film. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. Um, now, one of the things we like to ask people on the podcast is to recommend us a um, a British movie, and now that could be obviously a yeah. classic or an obscure one. Or a modern, a more recent one that just maybe didn't get the attention it deserves. You know, you, you can you can do one, you can do five. So okay, well then, uh, I've thought about this a bit, okay. um, and um, uh, that um, uh, there's one uh, that everyone knows, but it's just it's my favourite film, so I'm going to say it anyway, which is Kaz. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I just think it's a, a heartbreaking work of genius and uh, tells a story so effortlessly in a wonderful way. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other, and I think I certainly saw it on YouTube. I don't know whether it's still there, but I certainly saw it on YouTube. Is a short um, uh, by Lim Ramsey, which is, I mean, it's pretty well known, but I think it's wonderful and so simple um, uh, called Gas Man. Um, I don't know uh, I've seen that one. And uh, it's, 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 you, you, I, I, I think it's her best work. I just think it's pure poetry, mm. um, uh, and it's so simple, you know. And um, and uh, um, uh, yeah, it's 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 really worth um, checking out. I think. Okay. Well, look, well, I'll I'll put up a link to Stray Bear Films um, website on the show Thank notes, you. so that people can see what dates and where. Um, and, and presumably there'll be there'll be other but news. Seventh to ninth of August, we're um, we try and we're trying to do dates all over London. So um, uh, and then there's and there's also one in Cambridge and one in Oxford. Okay, that was very well summarised. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll yeah, it is it, and I'll put I'll put the details up of all the hour and what the Q and who's at the Q and A's and stuff. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to be trying to uh, be getting down for the. Uh, the politics and persuasion panel, because that's oh, like, 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 like you said, that, that is, I think that, that, that you, you, you didn't use a sledgehammer to crack a nut at any point. And I think that would have been the easiest thing to do would be to go, right, let's go incendiary. It was like, the fact was yeah, yeah, yeah. that 
that it was a scenario thing, so it could start off with a quite a ca- quite dispassionate approach. But obviously, once you yeah. play your cards, you can't step back because they're principled people. These are social; these are public servants, and so on and so forth. And I think you know, hats off to you, mate. It's uh, a good achievement. Is uh, is is Warbook, and I shall be uh, happy to be reviewing that film for Britflix. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Jeff. If you don't already subscribe to Britflix, just sign up for free at iTunes and you'll get the next episode right after we launch it. Or follow at Britflix on Twitter for links to the podcast to stream from the website directly. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.